Well, last week we talked about light, and I want to continue that thought today and talk to you about light because there are so many different types of light. And I'm going to show you some pictures. And what do you think about when you see these different lights? What do you think about when you see ambulance lights? What do you think about? I, I think about hurting people, people in need. What do you think about when you see the Krispy Kreme hot now light? Come on, somebody, huh? What do you think about? Did you know in the Old Testament that talks about God rained down manna from heaven? If you look and really study that in the Hebrew, that manna means Krispy Kreme. I'm just playing, church. You just, you're gullible on Christmas Eve. Well, what do you think about when you see these disco lights, these club lights, these party lights? I think about that's what some of you are going to be doing tonight on Christmas Eve, but I'm praying for you in Jesus' name. Well, what do you think about when you see these firework lights? What do you think about fireworks? I, I think about all the memories with my family. We've created some great memories watching fireworks. Well, what do you think about when you see these runway lights? Runway lights, the airport. I, I think about traveling and going to preach. I think about going to vacation with my family, getting on an airplane. What do you think about when you see phone light? What do you think about when you see the phone light? I, I think about losing something and need to get my phone light to go find it. Who knows what I'm talking about around here? Yeah, that's what that phone light is for. What do you think about when you see, when you see Christmas lights? Christmas lights. I, I think about a, a great season. It's a great time of the year for, for me. This year is, there's some grieving involved because my dad died last year in December. But I think about all the memories that we've made as a family. I think about my kids when they were little sitting around the Christmas tree and getting filled with the power of the Holy Spirit around the Christmas tree. I think about eggnog. I think about Jesus' birth. Christmas lights. And the Christmas story is really all about light. And we learned that last week. Last week we studied John chapter 3 and verse number 19. It says, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world. Christmas Day light came into the world. But men love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. We also looked last week at John chapter 8 and verse number 12 when Jesus spoke again to the people. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And I want to share three ways this truth of Jesus being the light of the world can impact your life. If you're a note taker, come on, get your pen. Take some notes today. Get your phone. Take some notes today. Light. Everybody shout light. Here's the first truth. Light invades darkness. And Christmas is all about Jesus, the Son of God, who left heaven and came to earth. He was born to a virgin named Mary. Jesus said that he came as the light of the world. He didn't say he was the light of Christians or the light of good people or the light of people who have their life all together. No, no, no. He said he's the light of the entire world world. And to understand the power of these words, you have to know the context in which Jesus said them. In the verses leading up to this powerful statement in John chapter 8, there was a lady who was caught in the act of adultery. The religious leaders, the Pharisees, they grabbed this lady and they threw her in front of Jesus. They wanted to kill her. They wanted to stone her to death. And the religious people condemned her. Even today, Religious people love to condemn others. 
But when these religious people brought their condemning accusations to Jesus, our Savior, he began to stoop down, the scripture says, and to write in the dirt. I'm so glad that Jesus doesn't mind touching dirt. That Jesus doesn't mind dealing with the dirty issues of our lives. Jesus did not condemn her. And so many people have a wrong view of Jesus. Jesus did not come to condemn you over your sin. He came to save you from your sin. John chapter 8 and verse number 10, Jesus straightened up from riding in the dirt and he asked this woman, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Jesus said this, neither do I condemn you. Jesus did not condemn her because he did not come into the world to condemn people, but to save people. John chapter 3 and verse 17 says this, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And Jesus shines his light on your life, not to condemn you, but to convict you of your sin so that he can save you from your sin. And today, no matter what you've done, no matter how you're living, no matter where you find yourself at today, I want you to understand this truth. Jesus loves you, and he wants to save you from your sin. Everybody shout, Light! Write this down, write this down. The second truth, a light pushes back the darkness. It pushes back the darkness. Jesus doesn't want to just invade your darkness and to forgive you of all of your sins. He also wants to push back the darkness in your life so that you can live a different life. Jesus came not only to forgive you of your sins, but to change your life, to give you a new life. He says this in John 8. In verse number 11, he says, no one, sir, she said, then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Now notice he says this, go now and leave your life of sin. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. When you follow Jesus, he doesn't just forgive you of your sin, but he pushes back the darkness in your life. The light of Jesus changes your life. It reminds me of this candle and what happens when this fire touches the wick. Immediately when the fire touches the wick, the candle begins to change. This candle is in the process of changing right now. It's melting right now. Good things happen from the candle changing from this fire. It provides light, and it can provide light in dark spaces. It provides a good smell. Matter of fact, somebody bought me an eggnog candle, somebody. Come on, the whole house gonna smell like eggnog. Glory to God. Uh, somebody ought to get me a chitlin candle. Mm. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 29 says that our God is a consuming 
fire. And when the light of the world, Jesus Christ, enters your life, his life, his fire begins to change your life from the inside out. Your life begins to look more and more like Jesus. Your life begins to have this light and provide light to a dark world because Jesus is living on side of you. The fire of God is on the inside of you. Your life begins to provide a beautiful smell in a stinky world because the light of Jesus is living inside of you. And I want you to know this. You have to understand this. You don't have to take the same bad habits and hang-ups into 2024. If you give Jesus your life, his light will push back the darkness in your life and begin to change you to be more like him. Jesus was born 2,000 years ago to save you and to change you. Number three is this. Light brings life. We learned this in grade school, that without the sunshine, there would be no life possible on earth. If you take away the sun, all life on earth would perish. And just as the S-U-N is necessary for physical life, the S-O-N of God is necessary for spiritual life. And you can't experience real life without knowing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. He says this in John chapter 8 and, and verse number 12. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. And But notice how he ends that verse. He says, but will have the light of life. Jesus saves us, forgives us, changes us, and gives us real life. And this Christmas season, I want you to have Real life. Life doesn't come from the presence under the tree. It doesn't come from family visiting your home. It doesn't come from a nice Christmas dinner. It doesn't come from a pecan pie. It doesn't even come from eggnog. Real life comes from knowing Jesus. John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Real life comes from knowing Jesus. 1 John chapter 5 and verse number 12, he who has the Son has, has life. He who does not have the Son does not have life. You will never find real life from money, degrees, marriage, kids, dating, houses, cars, a 401k account. You'll never find real life from thrills, power, prominence, or prestige. If you think those things are giving you real life, you have no idea what you're missing out on. You're missing out on the joy that only comes from Jesus. You're missing out on the peace that only comes from Jesus. You're missing out on the hope that only comes from Jesus. You're missing out on the forgiveness of all of your sins that only comes from Jesus. Jesus is the light of the world. And friends, can I tell you, you and I can only find real life through Jesus. And on this Christmas Eve, I want you to have real life. When you wake up tomorrow on Christmas Day, I want you to have 
real life. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for speaking to hearts right now. God, I thank you that you're going to give some people real life today real life today. They're going to experience the forgiveness of their sins. The light of God's going to push back darkness in their life, begin to change them, and they're going to begin to experience real life that only comes from you. And I give you praise for it in Jesus' name. As eyes are closed and heads are bowed today across all of the locations, I, I know that I'm talking to some people that, that you came to church today because you know, man, it's Christmas Eve, and I thought, hey, it falls on a Sunday. I thought, I thought, I think I'll just go to church today, or, or maybe a, a family member invited you, a friend invited you, and you said, yeah, I'd love to come with you, or, or maybe you came reluctantly because your grandma, or your grandpa, or your dad, or your mom invited you, your spouse, and you felt obligated like you had to come. But you're here today for whatever reason, and I just want you to know that God really loves you. No matter where you find yourself, no matter what you're doing, no matter how you're living, your life might be a mess, it might be in shambles, you might be addicted. God loves you. He didn't come to condemn you. Jesus came to forgive you, to change you, and to give you real life. I'm talking to somebody that used to serve God, used to live for God, used to come to church, used to read your Bible, used to pray, but you have turned your back and you've been walking the other direction away from God. And today, you need to rededicate your life to the Lord. You need to come home. This Christmas Eve is your day to come back home. God's not mad at you. God's not trying to condemn you. God wants to rescue you, forgive you, change you. And you begin to live out his plan for your life. If that's you, as I count to three, would you raise your hand all around every single location? You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. If you really want real life and your sins to be forgiven, as I count to three, just lift your hand high. One, two, three. Just begin to lift it now. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Others, see your hand there. See your hand there. Others, that see your hand. Just sit this. Lift it high. That's it. Every location. Midwest City, Northwest, Edmond, Indianapolis. Those online, click the raise your hand button. All right. That's me in the chat line. Is there somebody else today you want real life? You want your sins to be forgiven? You want to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? I see your hand there. See your hand there. Others today, I don't want anybody to miss out on having real life and real joy and real peace. Is there somebody else today that wants to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Just lift your hand high. That's it. I see your hand there. Are there others today? Every single location, hands are going up. I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me. Confess it with your mouth. Believe it in your heart. Right there in your seat. And God's going to wash away your sins. Pray with me now. Heavenly Father, I turn away from my life of sin. And I turn my life over to Jesus Christ. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. That he was born as the light of of the world and that he lived a perfect life he died on the cross he rose again and today I trust Jesus as my Lord and my Savior I just confess he's my Lord and I will live for him the rest of my life in Jesus name I pray amen